Everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering The Bachelorette Season 18, is it? <laughs> <laughs> episode <laughs> 8, and it's Men Tell All, Chris. Now, I'm pretty sure we didn't know each other back in the day, but in the late 90s and early 2000s, Chris, I loved a bit of Jerry Springer. And got to say, that's what I was watching here. <laughs> yes, that's a great way to lead into it, because that was my first note, Dave. I put, this is fucking Jerry Springer, if I've ever seen it. What a load of... You know what? All right. Cards on the table. We've had eight episodes, including this one. This is the first half of this episode is my favorite part of the batch that I've seen all season. It was just Jerry Springer crossed with trying to keep a bit of decorum, a bit of the, the bachelor, you know, gloss on it all. But it was just a shit show. And I was sat there like, none of this is fucking real. But I'm glued <laughs> to the teletext. And you're going, Dave, you've got to watch it. It was utter nonsense. I'm questioning the whole first half of this is just completely convoluted bullshit but it was without doubt the best I'd seen on the Bachelorette this season I completely agree Chris there was that much staged bollocks going on I was expecting macho man Randy Savage to come out and smack someone over the head with a chair it, it was it was phenomenal entertainment it was all bullshit as well but Whereas for the previous seven episodes, we've been going, oh, God, this is so fake. And, you know, it's good to, uh, you know, have a chat about it and stuff. But by Christ, does anyone believe this shit? Whereas I'm giving it a pass this week. Yep, I still don't believe any of it. But it was great entertainment. And it did take me back to those days when I just loved a bit of Jerry Springer. Oh, you know what? I always remember Jerry Springer. I'm with you. I, used to watch I always remember them ones where they'd have a woman come on and then they'd have, uh, fucking, I don't even know if we could even say this, but there was a, <laughs> <laughs> I just think, engage your brain, Chris. But there was Before another, there was another person who identified as a male. This is this is the right word in funk folk. Identified as a male, but the the lady in the relationship didn't realise that they were wearing a strap on, Dave in the dark and this was a relationship and then it ended up in a massive brawl on the show where people were flying we had weaves going everywhere <laughs> shoes it was fucking brilliant <laughs> the crowd got involved i used to love jerry spring and i hope to god i've said that right dave about offending yeah. anyone. You, you get what i'm saying yeah 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 i'm pretty sure most of the controversies that they had wouldn't necessarily stand up today but uh no, it was good. Go, Jerry. Go, Jerry. It's <laughs> <laughs> the love it. Thursday Care night. yourself and each other. That's and each other. Finish, wasn't it? Brilliant. <laughs> I, I used to love when people would have a go at him if someone was on there and some some guy had, like, you know, slept with two women and, and he was married and he was, you know, I know we had Jeremy Kyle, but it wasn't the same as Jerry no. Spring. And then you get someone in the crowd have a pop at him, like, you know, what's up with your man? going with hose and all and then they'd be like diving in the crowd and that big steve would be there like doing a rugby tackle on him to stop him from kicking off i used to love it dave 
<laughs> well, I, I've got to say, I, I'll hand over to you in a sec on what you thought of it, but you were watching it a bit ahead of me. And so I was getting these messages through and you're like, oh, you're not going to fucking believe this. Fucking Peter, what a cock. And I'm thinking, Peter, who the fuck's Peter? <laughs> so I had to Google his, his face and I was like, oh, him. Now, with that in mind, Chris, I think Peter has played a fucking blinder in this in this mental all episode. Because I genuinely, we had that bit of drama for the one episode, don't we? Old narcissist Peter there. But he's sort of made himself a bigger part of this episode than even Michelle. And I thought, that, I think that is by design. That's not just him being a complete cock. That's partially produced producer led but also just him inserting himself right in front and center in front of everything i think i think no dave I, it's funny because i came away from it and you're right like peter what a, a narcissist and that and that will add a pop it was quite funny he's like you know oh you talk about his pizza bro you know you 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 want to go on to Shark Tank, was basically what he said, which is like the American version of Dragon's Den for any of the UK listeners, because <laughs> that's all you were bothered about. But I did think that that Will was a cock as well, Dave. Yeah, I thought he was yeah, a little yeah. bellend because they didn't show a lot of him on the show and he looked like he was doing the usual, you know, righteous, you know, holier than ho act because, to get at Peter. And they had proper beef, but <laughs> what, Peter was what a did dick. You just say, holier did you just than say ho. holier than ho? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, did I just miss hearing? Thinking that? about Jerry Springer again, Dave. I think <laughs> yes. the comments. But, um, that's a different one, that isn't it? Yeah, that's a different Holier one. Than right? ho. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they even know what that means. But anyway, but but he did. Peter was being his usual aggressive self, you know, re reacting, taking the bait. Willard said his pizzas were shit, and blah blah blah. What I didn't like though, Dave, was the fact that Caitlin and Tasha started bringing up reviews on his business. That's nasty for me. I'm sorry. I don't care what whatever we think of him, and I'm not sticking up for him because he, I think he got his just desserts for the way he, he, he spoke, and that he had to go off the show. But I was like, why are you bringing that on? You know, we'd already had this fake, like you always, I love that comment. I said it the other episode again, but the, the army fucking inspection, the shakedown <laughs> on that guy. Why, why have they done that? They're supposed to be about like, rising above it, being better. That's the messaging we get on The Bachelor. But they were singling Peter out. Dave, he's a complete cockhead. He's a complete bellend. I'm not saying I like him because I don't. He's really... But I was like, you're really... They're really cute with who they pick on and who can take it, Dave. Because for me, that was... What, what has that got to do with the fucking Bachelorette or anything? Uh, absolutely nothing, but it's all to do with the drama, isn't it? You know, Peter's saying, this is how I provide for my family, you know, and he's accusing Will of basically writing those reviews himself. Whereas, yeah. let's face it, you know, there's that many people in Bachelor Nation <laughs> with or without Will's prompting. People are going to go and, and put that review up there or something like that. They put up these various reviews. I don't really think that Peter was the loser, though, in this episode. So, yeah, they showed the reviews, but they're all there. They're probably on TripAdvisor, weren't they, or something? Yeah. And, you know, it's clearly he's got a few one-star reviews, which does harm his business. But I'm pretty sure by the end of this episode, 
I think Peter kind of redeemed himself because he was being a cock. And, and I tell you what, he's like the fucking pizza version of a Smurf, isn't he? <laughs> like everything's pizza. <laughs> he's trying to throw out all these slogans and stuff, which clearly we never saw of in the, in the main episodes. But, you know, the guys sounded like he pissed off all the guys throwing out these intended catchphrases that he would hope would catch on but the bit that did my interest he was like changing lives one pizza slice at a time oh that was brilliant <laughs> that was fucking brilliant do you actually believe this shit <laughs> that is some fucking pizza isn't it wow fucking hell my wife's left me and i'm fucking losing the house and uh Man, this pizza's good though. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> what? Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> well, He's going to change my opinion on life because I've had a fucking pepperoni <laughs> passion pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. What a dick. So, you know, <laughs> it, it was just so see through that, of course, he was there just to promote his pizza business. And, you know, he's had these negative reviews. Will. Never actually said, don't be silly, that's not me. And even one of the other lads was like, come on, that is a little bit suspicious. <laughs> the way it was written, something about a wet, soggy pizza or something. And uh, <laughs> But again, I would think he'd be a bit stupid to do it himself. But all he has to do, you know, he tagged their pizzeria or something and all his followers are, are just quite happily go there and give him a one-star review. But it, it was great entertainment. I was just, like I said, I was waiting for Macho Man to come out and smack someone with a chair. <laughs> well, I think, Dave, what got me, and if I was Peter, I'd have gone for Will because when he started having a go about his sister being in his DMs, and I think she was obviously having a pop at him, but some of the comments he said, I was like, there was the last comment, I think, just before I think somebody came out or there was some comment, and I thought, you know what? I'd have gone for him there because he was proper over the line of Fort Will. I thought he was a little bell end and he even did it with Martin Will as well. Martin, we know, was passive aggressive. He, he completely wrong. But I also think Will just, for me, he was the bad guy of this. He just annoyed me so much because what makes me laugh is every single person on this show has been rejected by Michelle. Whether you were a dickhead, you were the greatest guy in the world, she doesn't fucking like you in that way. So at the end of the day, it's the Spider-Man fucking pointing meme. Everyone's pointing at each other. But at the end of the day, you're all going home with no fucking roses, lads. So it just it just annoys me when they're all fucking dick measuring, Dave, on this show, just trying to put it in. It's like, what are you going to do? Are you are you after the next slot as The Bachelor? Are you Bachelor in Paradise, like, like you've said in the past? It's how the, the all they're doing on this show is trying to make themselves better so somebody decides that they need a fucking plank of wood like Clayton, Dave, you know what I mean? And that's how you're going to get your position because they're all, every single one of them on here, I didn't believe any of the stories and I thought they were all complete dicks. Honestly, every single one of them. I, I don't disagree with any of that, but absolutely it is playing the long game, isn't it? This is not just like, you know, it's not like they've, they've been on the bachelorette. That was their 15 minutes of fame. They'll go back to whatever they were doing in their previous lives. That's not it. This is a continuation of their story. So can they get onto Bachelor in Paradise? Can they get onto The Bachelor, say? It's, it's all that kind of long game stuff, which I find fascinating. And like I say, Peter, utterly forgettable character. Um, but after the end of this episode, I was thinking, well, 
if Peter and Will are in Bachelor in Paradise, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. And, and, and then to top it off with the Jerry Springer, Peter, and obviously Tasha and Caitlin, I don't think they knew about it because I think it, it seemed quite organic, but he went, I've got to going to bring someone out. And they're like, what, what, what? Because obviously they're new to all this presenting stuff, aren't they? So they're not used to sort of doing things on the fly. You can tell that because I've got to say, Dave, they're absolutely useless as presenters. I'm going to be honest now. But but they, they, they bring this guy out and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And when he said, you will, whatever, I was like, he's going to fucking serve him with something. And he went, I'm, yo, bro, I'm serving you with fucking defamation of character. And I'm like... Oh, right. And then he throws it on the floor. And I'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to do that, Dave. That's oh, a it's not a real offense. one. It's a blank fucking piece no, of I know. paper. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm saying they're trying to make it out like it's real, aren't they, for the show and, and everything. And it's fake. And he throws it, Will, does it? Because he's embarrassing. And I'm like, you know what, Peter? You are a dick, but Will's being more of a dick. So I'm going to side with you at that point. I was laughing because Will proper saw his arse. I, I don't know about the the presenters Taylor, Taysha and Caitlin, but um, I, I wouldn't have thought Will was in on it. But this guy, the way he marched out, he, he reminded me of uh, oh, what's his name out of Police Academy? Um, is it Harris? Oh, um, Captain Harris, yeah, yeah, Captain yeah. Harris. The way he marched out and served him that paper is very, like, it was very dramatic, wasn't it? And that's how you knew, like, it's not a fucking actual solicitor because it's all about the drama. It's about the delivery. That was his moment. He's probably the fucking janitor out the back or something. Um, but yeah, Will was pissed off. To be honest, Chris, if someone had done that to me, I'd have probably done the same. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> but it was just a brilliant <laughs> bit of drama. So um, no, I thought I thought that was fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, it was. Because I was like, <gasps> and then like you say, it was going back to the late 90s then, thinking, fuck me, it's just Jerry Spring. And the crowd are going, and then you've got like someone in the crowd. You say about the wrestling, someone's got a wrestling plaque going pizza boy for fucking Peter. And I'm like, you've just given him that and the fucking way in. I know, you on the way in. Hold yeah. it up. That's the only fucking plaque they had pizza boy. But I tell you what, what got me, Dave, and I think, I mean, this was a bit later on, so I want to, I, I want to talk about the guys, with the, the fakeness of some of the guys. Rick, you know, Rick's there, one here, and he's chatting fucking shit, and he's like, what a guy. And he has a pop at Peter, doesn't he, because he's sat in between Peter and Will, and he's like, and, and what I don't understand is, why are all the guys have to say this um, strong woman speech thing? I, I'm with it, Dave. I've got five sisters. I'm completely... I'm an advocate completely of, of um, you know, it should be equal for every single person in this world. And obviously it has to be. However, I'm like, you can, none of you are sincere. If I believed them, I'd be like, you know, good on them. Great that they've actually stepped up and said it. But they're just saying what they think everybody wants to hear, including Michelle, Taisha, Caitlin, everyone who's part of the Bachelor Nation. They are just, and it's great to elevate um, the women in your life, without a doubt. Jordan and Sam always put them on a pedestal. They're always above me for anything. You know that. You know what I'm like. I'm always running around after them, doing everything for them, whatever they need, I'm there. But it's just, I don't believe what they're saying. And it's like, you just sound like you're reading from a script. You know, at the end of the day, you didn't win. I'm not saying you should shit on it. Michelle obviously is a nice person. Everyone said it. She's really nice and 
the way she talks and that's really elegant, but I just don't believe any of it. It's just, it's so fucking fake. And we'll get onto the fucking forgiveness fucking bit in a bit. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> but again, I just think it's all part of the long game. These characters, they're... Even if they don't appear on any other Bachelor program from here, their social media following demands it. And so we've watched a few seasons now, and I'm, I'm starting to get it. They want to put someone in this two-dimensional box. You know, they, there's a few characteristics that you're allowed to have. So Michelle, you know, she's a woman of color. She likes a basketball. She's a teacher. Um, and she's a strong woman. There you go. Bullet points. Nailed it. Make everything you do about one of those bullet points. Or, or if you get more than one, even better. Yeah. And so they, I agree. It doesn't come across sincere because it, it's, it's like it's rehearsed. It's like it is scripted. But I don't believe it is scripted. But it's kind of, you know, it's, um, it's all the blokes knowing that they have to hit these particular notes to resonate with people and like yeah. I say when they get out when they're promoting their own um uh, lives outside of this franchise they need to keep going picking away at those themes because that's what they've got a following for and like rodney you know he'll be forever now associated with apples he's the apple guy yeah. <laughs> you know, if he ever makes it as the bachelor it will all be about fucking apples chris and and so I don't know if I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's just a thing with this franchise. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. It's an identity in it that they're, they're after. So, like you say, everyone can yeah. resonate with them. And did you find it strange, old Dave? Because he brought Jamie out, and I thought Peter had been the worst in the first seven episodes out of any of the guys. I thought he's. His attitude, everything was just so aggressive and and just really ridiculous. And then he was trying to play that good guy. Well, they bring Jamie out. Obviously, it was a, a rumor, a constructive rumor. It was bullshit. We'd seen it in the series before with that that guy who's a motivational speaker, Carl. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get why he got so much airtime. And then the guys again, they're having a go at him, and he wouldn't apologize. He was skating around the owls. He's one. He was completely fake when he saw like Tasha and Caitlin. He's like hi, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, that's so fucking cheesy and fucking sleazy. Like, it just didn't, it didn't sit with me why he had such a spotlight. And I didn't think really the argument, the guys had, it's like, you got voted off, you were a dick, see you later. I don't, I didn't understand that. I thought there was more interesting characters deserve that sort of one-on-one -on -one time with the presenters. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd be stretching a bit to say there's anyone particularly interesting, but I mean... She did, Michelle did seem to like him. And I thought he did have a really good villain arc, you know, because she seemed to like him. He planted the whole seed about, you know, someone, some people here are saying you and Joe, you know, knew each other on the outside, whereas it was mostly him just starting that off. You've got the footage of him basically badmouthing everyone else. And the fact is, no one likes a sleazy fucking politician, someone who's just going around, just won't give you a straight answer. You know, someone like Boris Johnson, Chris, <laughs> someone who's just fucking, you're just like, look, just fucking spit it out, you lying toe rag. Yeah. So I, I think back to Jamie, um, I, I think he, 
it, it was interesting without being particularly entertaining. It didn't give me the kind of a, a, a enjoyment that like the Peter and, and Will spat had. But I, I thought it was interesting that like all the guys seemed to be taken in by him. You know, he seemed to be charismatic. He got on with everyone, whereas everyone, you know, seemingly saw the show and were like, actually, you've just fucking played us. And it was just comedy, really, the way he just wouldn't apologize. And, you know, he starts to say a bit later, doesn't he? You know, that um, I'm sorry, that, that whole thing, I'm sorry you feel that way and it hurt you. And it's like, no. <laughs> sorry for being a douchebag you know and fucking trying to turn everyone and, and manipulate the whole thing um i mean he did apologize eventually didn't he in what i like to call chris apology gate <laughs> because oh my as soon god as, as soon as one goes it's like i'm spartacus everyone fucking apologizes for everything it was like dominoes falling over and I, was, I, I think by about the third one, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Martin did it. It was the thing, fucking um, Rick or whatever. Chris, they were all... Chris S did it, didn't they? Chris S, yeah. It's like, why are you fucking apologising? It's like, you, I, I, it's like that, isn't it? I remember once I spoke to my sister when she was 12, and I think I told her to fuck off. And I just want to apologize for that because it's affected her for the rest of her life. Shut the fuck up, you absolutely sniveling little rats. It's bullshit. The guy who got called out again on this episode for the game plan, fucking salute him, Dave. He should have won it. He had the game plan. He should have put it on the fucking wall and gone, that's what I'm following. All you fuckers are following it, but you're all lying little shits who don't want to admit that you're doing the same thing. And I have total respect for him then. I just... It was sickening to see it. Dave, we all need to take accountability and we all, as we get older, look back on things we've done and think, fuck me, I was, I should have, I need to apologize to that person. Or if you can't apologize to him, you want to be a better person and react in a better way. We do that every single day. It's, it's part of life. It's part of hopefully self reflection. We don't need this fucking bullshit on the, on the bachelorette. You're all a bunch of cocks. And I, I mean, I've, the first half was amazing. This second half made me fucking sick, Dave. I'll be honest with you. I was If it had been on the plane, I'd have reached for the fucking sick bag. It was pathetic. And to me, it's like, they're not. if, if they were horrible to Michelle and the people, other than me, Martin was a dick. He's passive aggressive. I get him apologizing. The other guys, I was just like, you fucking idiots, the lot of you. What is the matter with you? Michelle is a great person. She understands she didn't leave on bad terms with you. What are you apologizing for? I just thought you absolutely creeping fuckers. And, and we talk about sincerity. I never felt there was any sincerity. Yes. In any of those apologies whatsoever. Yes. It was just like, look, we've been called out. We've had a bit of back and forth. Clearly, I just have to apologize. <laughs> and so I don't feel like. They, they really had any remorse at all. It was just, again, saving a bit of face, trying to get onto Bachelor in Paradise or just continuing in the franchise in some way. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and I tell you what, Dave, you talk about fake. The fakest thing on this episode <laughs> was fucking Tasha's fucking crocodile tears for her and Zach splitting up. If you look at the VT as it comes back to her... And Caitlin, she's already been crying, Dave. So they've already shot it once and they probably didn't like the take. 
So she goes again. And this time there was no tears. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember David Luiz for United against Chelsea? And he gets Raphael sent off and he's on the floor like he's been shot by a sniper. And when the camera pans to him, he looks up and winks at the camera laughing as the ref spins up and then gets up and runs off. That was that what that was like. Caitlin's got her arm round and, and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, ah! and I'm like, there's no tears. It's bullshit. You are a terrible fucking soap actress. Next minute, Dave, just for effect, she runs off. And then we get a streaker like Rodney. But the, the two guys chasing him say, security on the back, just so we oh know. Oh my God. Go Jerry. Like, Go Jerry. Oh, exactly. I'm like, this is bullshit. You've, it started so well. And then it just took a fucking nosedive for me completely after this. It's so ridiculous, wasn't it? It should have had just some comedy clown music or something. You know, <laughs> you know it just, <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's like go Rodney was there or something like that yeah. you know we love you Rodney <laughs> it's so clearly some bloke that they've got off the street can you plant here and just when we've played this particular clip can you just you know streak a bit and just run out this particular door yeah. <laughs> he did and he <laughs> wasn't so naked Dave I don't believe he was naked I think he had no, he'd have had a little job or something, something on yeah yeah he? Yeah, in but, my case, um, a very small one, but it, it was definitely... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, the Tasia thing, but why do you think, why would they do that? And the only thing I can think is, you know, are they going to give her another shot at being the Bachelorette? Because she never got a full season, did she? She basically, you know, took on Claire's contestants and went with that. And I just thought to take up time in this episode to spotlight that was very, very weird. And I thought, what are you up to, producers? You're you're planting this. This is part of a story. I just don't know what the story is yet. But I think she's either gonna she's gonna continue to be the presenter or she's gonna appear in fucking Bachelor in Paradise or no. maybe back on the Bachelorette. It's something to do with this franchise still. I've got it. I've got Go it, on. Dave. She makes a Blake-like dash for Clayton and turns up in a Winnebago at the door, busts <laughs> down the gates, and like that girl did on Matt's season, and goes, I wanted to tell you something. I've split up, split a spit. I've split up with Zach, and I've always liked you, Clayton. I've only met you once, but I've always liked you. I think we can build something. Come on in, come in, Tasha. Join the party. Let's see how we go, Dave. I, I know it probably won't happen actually. It's probably too soon. But when you're not far away, I think on your prediction, that is exactly what's happening. We've not seen the end of Tasha's love journey because Claire no. had a few pokes at the, the cherry, didn't she? To be fair, well, Tasha has as well. You know, she's been on more than a few seasons, and so I, I just wonder, you know, what what is she going to do next within this franchise? And like I said, I don't think it's Clayton's season because we saw uh, a little bit of a clip for that, didn't we, for the for the next two. But she's definitely going to appear in some capacity and they've just planted this little seed so that they can go back and, um, you know, I've I, I got to say, Chris, it, it feels like even more uh, insincere than probably everything else on the show. Like, Literally, if she's had feelings for Zach, you know, and they've split up, 
you would think you'd want to keep that to yourself, wouldn't you? <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't want to have like a whole little segment in the show where you sit down with Caitlin and you discuss it and you have to go off because you're so upset by everything. It, it's just nonsense, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it is. Such it is. But it's, it's like there's still a tiny bit of me that thinks, well, these are real people. They have real feelings and everything. But you know, did like Zach know about this? You know, until he watched the episode, I, I don't know. It's it's just it makes even more of a mockery of the shit show. But again, it, I, I'm saying that as if I didn't enjoy this episode, Chris. I'm no, I did. I did. You can see how passionate I am. I'm proper, I, I, look, I'm sure people are listening like, Chris, you're an idiot. Shut up. But I just, I laid I laid into this episode because it deserved it. But it also made me sit there for the full two hours it was on and watch every single minute of it. Because I think, I think you're right. I, I think for me, it reminded me and very reminiscent of what happened in Married at First Sight Australia with that, that couple where she turned around to the Viking guy and said to him, let's just pretend we're a couple to spend another week together. And he pulled her out and went, okay, let's not. Because I've got a feeling, look, I say it all the time, they were never really a couple, Dave. They're an Instagram couple, if they ever were. They've timed pictures. They might have had a bit of a relationship. It's over. End End of it, it's finished. I agree with you. Some things are best kept personal, Dave. If she wants to do a tell-all fucking magazine reveal six months down the line in OK or what the American version is, then do that. No problem at all. You need to keep yourself in a spotlight. But the way they did it on this show, it just, everything we are watching on this show, every single season, is just fucking pure fakeness. I'm here for it, Dave. I'm here for every fucking minute of it. But <laughs> we're calling it out, my friend. If we think this is bullshit, and I think it's bullshit, then we're calling it out. I think I said to you, oh, I can't remember when it was now, but right after we'd finished Tasha's season, there was a uh, there was an interview they did on it was something like Good Morning America, and it was only like ten minutes or something like that. But one of the questions that the presenter put to Tasha and Zach is, "So when are you setting the date? You know, is it going to be in the summer or what have you?" And Tasha straight away was like, "Well, you know, we're just going to date for the minute." And I remember thinking, oh, I don't believe it. You, the whole thing was you got engaged at the end. But actually, now we're just going to date. Which one is it? Are you fucking engaged or are you dating? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it, 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 like, I keep thinking back to that. And particularly when Caitlin says, oh, I noticed uh, you haven't got your engagement ring on. <laughs> It's like, oh, you just noticed that now, even though you got all the cameras set up, you know, and you just sat there casually waiting to to execute the scene. Oh, Chris, the 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 fakeness is dripping from this franchise. And like I say, it, it in some ways it makes it more amusing. I might even be coming round to it. And and I say that with a pinch of salt because I we've just had a really dramatic you know, adrenaline fuel episode that was dripping with fakeness as well, but it was actually enjoyable. Probably next week we'll get back to the mundane stuff and I'll, I'll change my mind, but I, I did really enjoy this. And the fact that it is, you know, so deliberately and obviously manipulated in a way that none of the other franchises that we watch are, are quite so obvious. I, I just, it, it adds another layer to to watching it i think so yeah really like this but chris what did you make to the preview of clayton's season 
Dave, why have they picked this guy? I keep saying it. He's got no personality. We're seeing, you're supposed to show some controversial bits that are going to happen to this poor guy and, and all this. And, you know, he's got to pick up some of these amazing, beautiful women. And I don't know. I mean, look, we're going to, I'm going to commit to this. We're probably going to watch it. I'll say that now. But it, I, he's got nothing, Dave. For me, he's got no personality. It doesn't bring anything to the table. I saw nothing in Michelle's season, these and the, when he left in episode four or whatever to suggest that he's going to make a great bachelor. I just don't get it at all. I think the fact that he is dull as dishwater and he'll basically do whatever the producers want him to. <laughs> That's the thing, yes. It's, it's going to make for a really interesting season. And Christ, Chris, how can you not be sucked in? No pun intended, or maybe it was. Uh, by that end revelation. So we already know, we see the last two girls down to the final rows. And he says, I just want to let you know, I've been intimate with you both. <laughs> and then they go off crying and he's in the back going, oh, I'm really broken. And then, <laughs> don't fucking sleep with the pair of them then. So I'm like, oh, fucking hell, you've done it again to me. I want to see it now. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to have 13 episodes of fucking know, dribble, there is that, we? That's the, the problem to fucking get to halfway the through the, Halfway through the first episode, I'm going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake, why do I do this? <laughs> You've been texting me like we always do. Whoever watches it first, text each other going, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> but then we still watch it and fucking talk about it. So uh, it, it, we need this nonsense. Honestly, I think it's always kind of hinted at you know, and then you get people who uh, write about the show after and they say, oh, yeah, I did sleep with multiple people. Um, but I think the show never makes it quite so obvious. It's like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, yes. say no more. You know, you're in there with a the fantasy suite, no cameras, you know, we won't ask any questions, you know. But to actually come out and just say it, look, basically, you know, spent time with both of you. We had a great time. But all that special time that you think I just shared with you, I shared with her as well. <laughs> it's just so fantastic. I almost wish, Chris, that that I didn't see that. I mean, it's done the job. It's made me want to watch it. But um, uh, but but if imagine just that unfolding in the episode, and you weren't spoiled, you didn't know that that was coming. Yeah, just, that. Oh, that would be awesome. And you know what, Dave? It's funny because even when you watch it, we, me and Sam always say this when we're watching like an American produced TV show, you, and especially the reality, the reality stuff's terrible. You see the same scene over and over through the episode. Yeah. So you'll see a preview at the start. Some of that preview happens in the first quarter. We go to an ad break. Then they show the bits that were in the first, you know, in the first preview we've not seen yet. Then we go to the third ad break and we see, and I'm like, this is going to be shit. And I think they just, I don't know why they do that. Cause in the UK, we don't do that. It's just like, you'll see a teaser for love Island online releases through the social media channels. It's on YouTube, whatever you get a minute and a half and you're like, Oh shit. Right. Let's go. That's good enough for me. Like a little movie trailer. When you're watching the episode, it's over and over again. I know love Island does it a little bit, but I've always found the American stuff you've seen, like the Kardashians was the worst for it. They'd build up to something all season and it'd be the shittest thing ever. And you'd be like, we've waited 10 episodes for this. And it ends being like a wind up or someone tells someone to fuck off and that's the end of it. And you're like, that's actually pretty crap. But they do, like you said, they do a job of it. 
but you see it every episode two or three times and you're like oh my god you know i just mm. i never understand that i never understand why we have to have a recap after a commercial break um amnesia <laughs> Attention <laughs> deficit disorder. Well, you know I I've got know. that. <laughs> but I, I, I agree. I, I find it, you know, really repetitive. I always kind of think, have you really got that lack of material that you have to keep showing us the same fucking thing? Or is it like, you know, if I show you this three times, you'll like it. But I, I yeah, I don't know why it's it, not all of the American TV shows do it, but uh, definitely The Bachelor likes to do that. It likes to show you the same scenes, not only within an episode, but week after week as well. You know, just yeah. to remind you, you know, we showed you this one last week, but in case you forgot, this is all coming as well. So, yeah, very strange, but uh, that that's one of the things I, I could quite happily put in the bin if they did that. I think so. I think the episode would be down to about an hour if they got rid of all well, that. That's it. It's just, they're just reusing more and more footage, aren't they? But yeah. I'll tell you what else I noticed from this. There was that whole fucking butter challenge. And I was thinking, did I just fall asleep through this bit? It seemed to be like a whole date that was put together that we just never saw. I didn't think we'd uh, seen it. When he did the yeah, ring, yeah. was it Nate or jo- I think it was Nate when he made the ring. And I was like, I don't get it i don't I, yeah. I, I, I don't i don't remember it could have been me so i don't want to say i have and i haven't but it did seem a bit bizarre to me i was thinking i don't remember this yeah yeah it's definitely just stuff that they they've cut out but i find it weird that you've decided to cut that out of the main show but yet you're going to show it in this kind of wrap-up episode as well mm. uh, yeah, it's a bit of a but, weird one but yeah um <laughs> So, I mean, down to the final three next week, Chris. Who, who's your money on? I think I think the logical pick, and I've said this, Joe, all along. I said it from the first episode. But I, I think I'm swaying towards what you said about Nate, Dave. I think, he, mm. I think he's got more of a connection with Michelle. But I think geographically... Oh my God, that's not even a word. Oh, wow, that's a new word as me. well. <laughs> that is not even a word. But geographically... He, he, Joe has got everything, the family, the setup. He knows Minnesota or wherever she's from. So, so I think, I think for Michelle, that is the relationship that she'd have the best crack at actually for once being sincere and it lasting. But I think Nate might pick it. Brandon's got no chance, Dave. He's already shot his yeah. load. Ask the parents if he can marry her already, which is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so he's definitely fucked up. But, but yeah, I'll see. I think Brandon's going to be the first one to go. Yeah, I think so. I just think the ghosting thing with Joe, that's going to be the thing that uh, comes back in some way and it's going to be all the, the drama. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's see. It's next week, Chris. So again, I'll, I'll be surprised if it's quite as good as this episode, but uh, it does have me slightly re-energised. And, and we can only have like what, a couple of episodes left now. I fucking hope so, Dave. Like, let's hope so. <laughs> Usually, thirteen episodes with the reunion. So, and that was a double header, I think, sometimes. So let's 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 see. But no, I'm with you on that. And I think, look, it, with an episode eight, whatever happens, we're over halfway. Thank God, it's coming up to Christmas. You'd think they'd have it boxed off by Christmas, actually, Dave. Maybe it is the last mm-hmm. episode next week. It could be actually. You're thinking about it. Get rid of Brandon. Then you've got Joe and Nate fight, fighting it out. At the end there, it's a long enough episode to do it. I don't know. They they usually really stretch it out, don't they? Oh, fucking 
don't depress me, Dave. That's just you know, like like that streaker. He was stretching it out for a while before. Uh, yeah, before he gets out to it. It didn't look like a big blur, Dave. Anyway, but right. So, if you want to support us, guys, get over to patreon.com forward slash. CD Reality Cast. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. Big thank you to everybody. Get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. If you want to join, we'll approve you. Get in there, get involved in the chat. Do you agree or disagree? I feel I've been a bit harsh today on the show, but I'm just so passionate. He started so well, Dave. So I apologize if uh, I've had a if people are like, right, Chris, that's it. You're off the list. But what are you on about? You, you, you normally absolutely nail it to the wall. You've actually said some positive things this week. It's not, <laughs> All right, fair enough. Like, oh, usually we're so positive about it, but this week we, we criticised it. <laughs> That's a good point. Anyway, don't fall out with me. Get over to Facebook, guys. Uh, today's Roll Call of Honour. And big thank you to everyone who supported us on Patreon, past and present. We've got Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. And just a quick note, Dave, Charlene, she runs our Facebook page. We can't thank her enough for setting it up. We, we do appreciate it. But she did have a dig at me, Dave, saying little picture there about you, saying like, you know, Dave, trying to, I think I said this last week, but it's still stuck in my head because that thread's kept going about, you know, how you're going to respond to me. I'm not letting oh, really? that go, Dave. Oh, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not letting saying, that go. That's not flashed up for me. Uh... No, but it keeps coming up on my pissing Facebook timeline, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I no never one... fucking work out how they they choose what to show you. It, it used to be easy, didn't it? It was just chronological yeah, order, but it, it all seems... Like, you seem to see things from, like, last week, and it's like, oh, I've already liked that. Like, why are you showing it me again? Yeah. So but yeah, maybe, maybe Facebook is just uh, what was his name Zuckerberg. Maybe he just keeps wanting to remind you of the reality. What a dick I am! Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, I will see you next time, my friend. Thanks a lot, mate. Good to catch up again, and thanks to everyone out there listening. And I'll speak to you next time. Bye.